Welcome to the Dairy Nutrition Black Belt Podcast, dairy nutrition research digested for you. We want to thank the innovative companies and products whose support and trust make this podcast possible. Adiseo, provider of Smartamine M, the best in-class rumen-protected methionine product for dairy producers who want to optimize milk production. Hi, I'm Bill Weiss, host of the Dairy Nutrition Black Belt Podcast. My guest today is Dr. Chan He Lee. He's an associate professor of uh, animal science, specifically dairy cattle nutrition at, at The Ohio State University. Uh, he's a former colleague of me. I've got to work with him quite a bit before my retirement. And he has a, a pretty broad and active uh, research program in applied dairy cattle nutrition. Uh, today, we're going to talk about a recent experiment he did looking at energen corn. Uh, Dr. Lee, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, uh, Bill. Um, thank you for the invitation. Um, today, I'm uh, invited uh, to talk about two different, uh, one, uh, first one uh, is the energy corn, uh, uh, feeding energy corn for lactating dairy cows. Why don't you start with a really brief description of energy corn, what, what makes it special? So energy corn is, uh, is it's not a very new, but pretty uh, recent uh, development uh, for corn. Uh, it has a trait uh, that produces more, uh, contains more alpha amylase. Uh, as we know, uh, all the, we always try to improve uh, corn starch digestibility in the rumen for uh, dairy cattle. And if uh, we, we sometimes we provide uh, the, some enzymes to increase the starch digestibility. Uh, in dairy cows, but uh, we, this corn uh, was developed to uh, genetically include enzymes, uh, alpha amylase, uh, so it it has more uh, activity, enzyme activity, when it was consumed uh, in the rumen. Uh, that was the idea, and uh, the hypothesis for the annual research is to increase the starch digestibility. Uh, in the rumen, uh, when uh, that corn is consumed uh, for their in dairy cows. What um, a big picture, but what what treatments did you use here in 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 this experiment? In uh, our experiment, we tried to so basically in dairy cow nutrition research, there are only three papers available so far. So one from us, one from Michigan State, one from uh, uh, Penn State. Um, the results are quite different, but the uh, common hypothesis uh, of those tr- uh, experiment was to increase the starch digestibility and increase the, the milk protein uh, milk protein yield and milk yield uh, in lactating dairy cows. And and the treatments were again briefly on the treatments you used in your experiment. So in our experiment, we had a three treatment. Control was just the traditional corn silage and traditional corn grain. And the second treatment was the uh, diet containing energy and corn, silage. And third treatment was to was uh, uh, energy and corn silage and energy and corn grain. So you could, you could compare the, but the effects of the, the added enzyme to corn grain and yep. corn silage, and then is there any synergy between the two? Yeah, we wanted to look at the effect of corn silage and also effect of corn grain separately. Mm-hmm. With corn silage, you know, starch digestibility is a function of maturity, 
how long it's been in the silo. So what, how, how mature was this corn silage corn when you chopped it or the dry matter of the silage when you chopped it, if you can remember. So we, uh, Actually, uh, the period of silaging and shelling uh, was about uh, uh, four weeks, okay. a little more than four weeks, and then we started the experiment. That uh, silo was uh, actually prepared for specifically for this experiment. So we prepared the uh, uh, silage, and then uh, the minimum period of time of ensiling, and then we opened it. We started the experiment right away. So for pretty, it was pretty fresh corn silage, which you'd expect this would be a time when the enzymes would be really beneficial yep. compared to stuff that's been in the silo for six months. Yep. And then it was about 30% dry matter. So it wasn't real mature. It wasn't real immature, but uh, oh. a little bit more on the immature than mature side. Um, right. Why don't we get into results? And again, I don't need all the numbers, but basically on production, what, what did you find on treatment effects? So in our experiment, uh, Androgen corn silage increased the dry matter intake and also increased the milk yield. The silage, the, just to, it was the silage, not the silage. Okay, okay silage. thanks. But uh, also, Androgen uh, corn silage increased uh, microprotein synthesis. We did uh, use the technique to measure the my, uh, raw microprotein synthesis, and we realized that the microprotein synthesis was increased for energy and corn silage. But if we look at the energy and corn grain, uh, we didn't see any effect. Okay. So corn silage had a positive effect, but corn grain didn't have a positive effect. That was pretty uh, similar uh, to the control group uh, treatment. So do you, did, I don't know if you, I can't remember, did you measure ruminal starch digestibility yeah. on these treatments? We, we measured the uh, rumen starch digestibility. This was the Latin scale design. Uh, with the cannulatic cows, so we measured the uh, uh, nutrient flow and uh, rumen uh, nutrient digestibility, including starch. And so, did you with more microbial protein? Was that caused by more digestibility in in the rumen, or for other other reasons? Yeah, unfortunately, we didn't see the difference in starch digestibility in the rumen and starch digestibility. Uh, uh, from the total collect total uh, tract digestibility, so we didn't see the uh, difference in uh, starch digestibility, but we uh, observed the increased uh, uh, microprotein synthesis. We have a hypothesis that has to be uh, confirmed with the uh, probably more uh, studies, um, but starch digestibility was not the factor for the increased microprotein synthesis. Uh, in the paper, since you found tended to find more differences with the antigen corn silage than antigen corn grain, but in the paper you mentioned that the particle size of the grain was finer for the conventional corn than for the antigen corn, even though it was processed through the same hammer mill. Antigen um, corn grain uh, was more coarse, yeah, uh, than uh, control uh, corn grain, so. Uh, we had a feed mill uh, at our university, and all the corn grains were processed equally. Um, but when we uh, measured the uh, particle sizes, it was different. Uh, it was quite different. Um, so I don't know if uh, uh, this corn with the higher uh, farmer age uh, trait uh, had a different uh, property. Uh, so it has a different uh, particle size when it was processed, but we are not sure. 
at Aseo, a global leader in nutritional solutions and the provider of Smart Amine M. Visit MilkPay.com to calculate your return on investment when you balance your feed with amino acids and to learn how Smart Amine M is the product for dairy producers who want to optimize milk production, component levels, and the lifetime performance of their herds. So this might be, if this if you're using the corn grain, you might have to process it finer or set the grinder wheels or the, the, however you're processing this, you might, if this is a genetic trait, you might have to process it more to, to see the advantage in compared to conventional corn. However, um, uh, we, there are quite a bit of beef cattle studies. Uh, they, they tested the corn grain a lot, different process to corn grain, uh, and, uh, corn grains, but different, uh, the trait, uh, androgen and uh, conventional versus conventional, but the, the results are quite valuable. So I don't know if size was the only factor. Okay. Well, it sounds like we, we still have some stuff to learn on this. So I want to thank you for your time. This has been interesting. Thank you very much for the invitation. Thank you.